Hello, this is Ed Robinson, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire you to go into the deep end by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration from me or my guests. Before diving into this episode of The Deep End with Ed, I'd like to give you a lifeguard tower moment. Again, this is something that you would do for others. Now, today or this week, what I want you to do is just simply send the following message to someone. Quote, may you have a wonder-filled week explanation point quote so again may you have a wonder and when you type wonder all caps w-o-n-d-e-r and then hyphen field f-i-l-l-e-d week with an exclamation point afterwards just send that to someone who can use a little bit of encouragement and sometimes it's just simple things like that that really can make a difference can really propel someone to have an amazing week the Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The Deep End. So for season number nine, our theme is overcoming the fear of public speaking. On last episode or episode two, we talked about the three P's as in Paul, which were passion. Be passionate about your message, whatever it is that you want to disseminate or to share with someone. And then people. Uh, that was the second P. Know thy audience. It's important to know who you're talking to. Get the background information. And so forth. And then your purpose. What is your aim? What is your goal? What is your takeaway? What do you want the audience to leave with? However, on this episode, we'll talk about the introduction and opening of your speech. So, again, the introduction and the opening of your speech. Now, and usually, uh, uh, when I do these podcasts, I think about my listening audience and I often ask myself, I wonder how big are their butts? Now, these are tried, true, and tested tips that I have used in corporate America, the community, uh, the church, and on media. So first, it's important to ensure that your material is well organized and it's engaging. And don't leave anything to chance. Don't assume anything. Make sure, you know, you, you rehearse it and it's real tight. So the first element of the introduction is the opening. You want to have a clear introduction you don't want to leave your audience confused about your message i'll say it this way make it plain that is say what you mean and mean that is be genuine about what you say this is where you want to be alluring you want to be appealing you want to be astounding you want to get their attention now, this might uh, happen with a quip. It might happen with a quote. It might happen with a poem. It might be a short story. It might be a double entendre. A double entendre or entendre is usually a word or a phrase that is open to two interpretations. And it's usually one that is risque. So, for instance, when I opened up, I simply said, I wonder what my listening audience, I wonder how big are their butts? And if you notice, I paused 
for effect. I wanted to reel you in. I wanted to wet W-H-E-T your appetite. I wanted to gain your attention. Now, let me treat that unless somebody get upset and, 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 and turn it off. I'm not talking about anyone's anatomy. Let me be real clear. <laughs> the butt that I'm referring to has only one T, one T like Tom. It is a conjunction used in a contrastive way. So, for example, if someone says to me, no one from your community or family could never overcome the odds. I might reply in a contrastive or an opposite way by saying, but you don't know me, my community or my family, because if you did, you'd known that uh, I or we have accomplished or we've already overcame that particular odd. So let's continue with my fictional speech titled Overcoming the odds. Now, I'm not going to give you a speech per se. I'm just going to deal with the mechanics and the, uh, you know, the basic tips and things that you can consider. So in my opening statement, I might say something like I said earlier, in order uh, to overcome any odds, you got to have a big butt. And I usually pause for effect. And then I explain to them what I mean in this particular case, that I'm only talking about one T as a conjunction. Or it might be a quote. It might be something like, life is hard by the yard, but it's a cinch by the inch. You know, you want to give them a chance to just kind of think about it. Or you might tell an appropriate uh, clean joke. You know, you may say something like, you know, uh, I was, uh, I heard a story about a, a guy who refused to go to school and his mother just kept coming in and telling him, you know, uh, son, you need to get up and go to school. And so the guy, uh, you know, kept, you know, stalling his mom and the mom would come back. All right, I'm going to give you 15 minutes. And when I come back, you better you better be ready. So she comes back 15 minutes later and she asked, uh, she tells the son, demands the son, you know, to get up. He said, mommy, give me one good reason why I need to get up. The son pauses for a moment. Uh, the mother pauses for a moment and she says, well, I can top that. I'll give you three reasons why you need to get up. And the son sits there like, okay, what is that? Well, the first reason you need to go to school is because I told you to go to school. He shook his head like, okay, all right, affirmative. She said, the second reason that you need to get up and you need to go to school is because I'm your mama. He, he affirmed that, yes, okay, that is true. And she said, and the third reason you need to go to school is you're 40 years old and you're the principal of the school. And so what I'm saying is that I'll say something like that. And then the way I land that is that I'll say, uh, unlike that, that uh, unlikely uh, principal who didn't want to go to work or go to school, I'm happy to be here. So something like that. Or you may even look at a current uh, event or a trending story that's happening in the news cycle, something that's coming up. And you can perhaps even uh, dovetail that, you know, of someone who overcame an odd. It might be even be in the case of the 19 year old Coco Goff, who just won the 2023 uh, Women's uh, U.S. Open. You know, you can kind of tell her story, you know, of how she had the haters and she had those who didn't think that she can do it. 
and yet she overcame the odd. You can tie something in like that. Or you can even give the highlights of your personal story. You don't have to say, uh, I, Ed Robinson, XYZ. It might be something. I knew a guy who grew up in the town of Watts. And at one point, you know, he moved to the city of Compton. His family was poor, blah, 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 blah. And then you tie it in. And then you say, I am that person. So it's something like that. You know, you want to really kind of gain their attention you want to use i mean it, it, it there's there's several things you can say you can quote a a, a well-known person you can have a thesis statement something that you want to say and then you're going to prove it it may be a questioning or something so there are lots of ways in which you can have your introduction just simply to kind of gain people's attention <clears throat> and now that after you've gained their attention then you tell them what you're going to talk about <clears throat> so for instance it might be something like this morning or today i want to offer for your consideration three simple ideas that have helped me to overcome my personal odds and then you enumerate what they are so it's kind of like painting a picture it's like uh, a, a road map to let folk know here's what you can expect and then you tell them what those those particular things are and when I think about the whole thing relative to uh, overcoming the odds of public speaking or when I think about even the opening and I think about all of the relevant elements, I mean, uh, elements of it, I look at it as if I can give you a metaphor, think of a speech making like a sandwich, you know, uh, whatever kind of sandwich, you know, you may have in mind, it comes comes to mind for you. So I think about the introduction. The introduction to me is the first slice of bread. It is the first bread, whether it's wheat bread, rye bread, white bread, whatever kind of bread, sourdough bread or whatever. Think of it as, you know, that first piece that you're preparing together. You're looking at that bread and you're looking at, you know, what is something that I can hook the individuals with? What is an intention getter? What is a joke? What is a quip? What is a quote? What is an antidote? What is something that I can tie in when I think of that first slice of bread? So think of that, you know, so it's it's the it's the bread. And then the the body, the body of it, which we'll talk about on the next episode, the body is the meat. What 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 is the main uh, three takeaways? What are the main three points that I want to highlight? That I want to share? That I want to disseminate? That I want them to capture? What is it that I want to do with that? So you have your introduction, first slice of bread. You have the body being the meat. That's the thrust of the main thing that you want to really communicate to them. And then the second piece of bread is like the conclusion. So the conclusion, again, you want to kind of, and we'll talk about that in the future episode. You want to summarize and you want to put everything together and tie the whole um, speech presentation uh, t together. And so, again, and then when you have that, you know, you have all of the other condiments. You may have mustard. You may have uh, a mayo on it. You may have uh, lettuce on it. You may have some cheese. You may have some... Uh, whatever and those are all again can be used as like anecdotal support material supporting information to help you to effectively communicate and to make the point uh, with them and so so my main thing that I really wanted to talk about on this particular episode is I just kind of uh, talked about it because I don't want to just you know go on and on and on and on but really again having an effective 
opening and effective introduction, something that's going to capture the attention of, of, of uh, the audience. And I've, I've watched a, a myriad of professionals that really, that are not, when I mean professional, not necessarily professionals only, but individuals who are pretty skilled at the art of public speaking. And usually that's what they'll do. They'll tell a story about themselves or they'll tell a story, a fictional story, or they'll, you know, give a quip or a quote or something along those lines to really uh, capture the attention of the audience. Because think about it, you know, most speech speeches when you, when you hear them as a rule of thumb, they're pretty bland, pretty boring, pretty hum ho, hmm, that type of thing, or whatever. But the ones that you typically pay to, uh, uh, take a uh, note of are those, again, who can grab your attention on the front end. And one thing that I'm going to talk about in a future episode has to do with uh, storytelling. I'm, I'm just kind of give you just a sneak preview. I believe in the art of storytelling. I think that when you tell stories, it invites the audience to come alongside with you. And uh, so it's important to be able uh, to do so. Uh, talking about, again, telling stories and really making it plain. So again, I, as, I, as I wrap this uh, episode up, again, our whole intent was just to kind of give you some, some teasers, some ideals or some thoughts or some tips as it relates to the opening and the introduction of your speech. Now, let me be real clear. You may be sitting on the other side and say, Psh, I'll never have to give a speech. And that's okay. But there are some times where you may go to a meeting. You may, it may happen at church. It may happen at a faith-based community. It may happen at your children or grandchildren's school. Or it may happen on your job. It may happen uh, at a family gathering where all of a sudden, you know, you're asked to say something. And uh, the name of the game is, like they say, you know, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And so these are some tips that you can use again, to, to, to really help you. And I, I found these things to be very helpful. So on our next episode, as I said earlier, we'll talk about the body or the meat of the speech. So that's the whole thing. We'll put it all together. And so I want to give you now a coachable moment. Again, this is something that you do for yourself. And here's what I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you, I, I, I am action oriented. I don't like to just uh, you know, give a whole bunch of information out and then have no way to really apply what it is that uh, you're talking about. So I want you to write down the opening and introduction of a proposed operative word is proposed. It might even be a real speech or an actual speech, but write down the opening of a proposed or an actual speech. And I want you to include some attention getting like uh, it might be a quip, not all that you don't have to do everything. It might be a quip. It might be a quote. It might be a story. It might be a joke. And then I want you to record and listen to yourself. Let me say that again. I want you to write down the opening of a proposed or an actual planned speech to include an intention getting uh, mechanism, something that will grab the attention of it. Again, it might be a quote. It might be a quip. It might be a story. It might be a joke. And then I want you to record and just listen to yourself, because when you hear yourself, that's typically what the audience will hear. 
And I do that on a regular basis, even though I do, you know, speaking uh, every week. Matter of fact, two or three times a week, uh, I'm usually called to speak somewhere. And even this podcast, I really make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm listening to myself because sometimes I can get lazy with my words and phrases and things of that nature. So I want to make sure that you stay sharp. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep In With Ed. The Deep In With Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.